Military parents never miss a beat, and neither does the Johns Hopkins U.S. Family Health Plan. Built for every warrior in your family. With more than 40 years of service to military families, TRICARE Prime Benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at warriorsathome.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life Mm -hmm. and stuff. Yep. What's your name? Mary. My name's Shelly. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How's it going over there? It's going good. Across the table. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Do you feel kind of far away from me right now? Uh, no? No, but there's a <laughs> freaking really. mosquito in here somewhere, and it keeps getting me, and I'm getting a little, little, little irritable, not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, I'm kind of like um, at the, you know, in the mosquito restaurant business, I'm sort of the last chance. Well, you're also fully clothed, and I'm wearing a tank top and shorts. Well, I just got in from work. Okay. So I didn't really change. So well, and that's you okay. You look real cute. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I do have exposed skin. It's not like I'm... Yeah, but I have a lot of exposed skin. It's not like I'm wearing a Mormon pioneer outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm dressed for Trek. <laughs> no, I'm not dressed for Trek. <laughs> well, shout out to our Trek video. <laughs> Check it out on YouTube. <laughs> you don't have on your plaid blouse? Nope, not. my plaid blouse I got my plaid blouse out of the laundry <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I laundered it. God. That's a weird word, isn't it? It is laundered. weird word. Okay. Hey, can we just say a little something about toaster ovens for a second? Oh, God. So I have heard from a number of people on Facebook who raised their hands. Yes, indeed, they own a toaster oven, Shelly. Okay, well, I would say that the number of people who said they owned one compared to the number of people who listened to the podcast, the percentage of toaster oven owners. I need to see your research. (laughs) Well, we know how many people listen, and we know how many people said they have toaster ovens. how many people felt toaster shamed after that episode? (laughs) Who's going to be speaking up now? I don't think so. did I toaster shame? You didn't create a welcoming space (laughs) for toaster oven owners. Okay, listen, for all of you out there who have toaster ovens, I am safe. You can tell me, and I will love you. Okay. Are you going to judge them secretly? Kind of like if they have a toaster oven and they're watching sliding doors as they make like (laughs) toaster pastries in it or something? 100%. (laughs) By the way, Pop-Tarts, that was your example of what you can do in a toaster. Are you 12? I'm I'm going to shame you now. I'm just saying the the toast tastes better out of a, a toaster than a toaster oven. Okay, I guess I just haven't really paid much attention. And to I know toast that your toaster taste. oven is convection, <laughs> and you can like dehydrate. I just don't think like toasts are not like high on the you know list of delicious foods. I love toast. <laughs> it's easy. It's quick. It's okay. like a butter vessel. Our- well, all right, but okay. Let's say butter vessel wise, you got a plate of toast, or you got a plate of crab legs, and you got butter in the middle. What do you go for? What is you don't you don't put crab legs in a toaster oven? <laughs> no, I'm kind of off of toasters right now, and I'm talking about the butter no, no, vessel. We're still on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could you could put a crab legs in a toaster oven. They have a little bendy part. Are you, know, you like really going to put crab legs in the toaster oven to prove a point? I mean, maybe I will. <laughs> oh, are you God, gonna, are you going to put them in a toaster? You're gonna start no, using I'm a cra- singing. You're gonna, you're gonna start using crab leg to like fish your burnt fish stuff toast out so out that of my burnt toaster. toast tastes a little fishy. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is toast. Okay, uh-huh. super easy. You don't have to make anything. You just pull the bread out of the thing, throw it in the toaster, push it down. Uh-huh. It pops up butter vessel. You can put butter all over it. It's a delicious snack. You can't put butter on toast that's come out of a toaster. It's oven. not as good. <laughs> 
It's kind of like dried. <gasps> I know what's happening is your your convection toaster oven that dehydrates is actually dehydrating the bread that we try to make into toast. Is that what's going on? <laughs> Raise your hand if you're tired of the toast conversation. <laughs> Moving maybe, on. Maybe we need to look into a better toaster oven option. Maybe we get maybe, no, we, maybe a, we just get a freaking toaster. Maybe we should check out Consumer Report. Oh God. Is that we, still a no. thing? <laughs> yes, listen, your toaster oven works great for everything but toast. Maybe I know what you're getting for Christmas. A toaster. Maybe. Or a better toaster oven. <laughs> no. Merry Christmas to me. Oh, God. Is it a song? It no. is now. All right, okay, moving on. move on from that discussion? Basically, I know I'm right. <laughs> Mo- moving on. What did we do last weekend, Mary? Uh, pride party. Oh, yeah, the pride party. That was so great. Yeah, so we had a pride party at a gay bar in Alexandria. Nope. Arlington. Arlington, thank you. Um, you know, I guess they call it a gay bar, but there were a lot of different types of people in that bar, including straight people and trans people. No, you're, it's very true. So I think we should maybe not call it a gay bar. Okay. Uh, we had a pride party at a everyone bar. Called Freddy's. Called Freddy's. Mm-hmm. And we had a really good crowd. Thank you, everyone who came. I love meeting our listeners and getting to know them better. Yeah, that it's, was fantastic. It's awesome. It's mm-hmm. so much fun hearing people's stories. And then karaoke. Yeah, somehow I missed the karaoke. Because the sign-up sheet, you put your name in, and it would be an hour before you were called to yeah, the but, stage. but I took someone's name. So Robin I see how you operate. signed up, and then Robin left. And so I took Robin's slot with the song that she had already picked out, and it was <laughs> <laughs> wait for Mr. It. Brightside. Got it. It was Mr. Brightside by the Killers, and I was okay. very drunk. I had just bought shots for some people. We had Including done the shots. Yourself. Uh huh. Yes, and then I know. I look over at one point, and you all are doing shots. I'm like, "Where's my shot?" I bought you a shot after when you were like, "Where's my shot?" I'm like, well, "Oh, well, yeah. I was, you okay." Way to be inclusive. Anyway, I took the second round of shots after a few beers and a cocktail for me to get up there and do Mr. Brightside with my two <laughs> friends and. In the moment, I thought we did great, but looking back, it was horrible. Well, you had a video of it. I do, and I will not be posting that. Maybe, maybe oh. for our high-end patrons. Maybe I that could will. be, no, maybe that could be a reward <gasps> if we get to 125 Ooh, patrons. We, an idea. We'll it's post that bad. really shitty video. It's horrible. <laughs> because the song, Mr. Brightside, it's not like you can really sing anything but monotone until you get to the chorus. Uh-huh. Any of you who know that song know what I'm talking about. Anyway... It was awesome. Super fun. Got to know people better. Met some new friends. Mm-hmm. Got some new listeners. Yeah. Our waiter was amazing. Trey. Oh, yeah. He was great. Yeah. We'll have to go back and see Trey. Enjoy and him. we ran into that girl that you and I, she was our bartender back when we first started dating and then she quit. What bar was that? The girl we met on the street. Oh, yeah. High Tide Lounge. Yeah. Where, we, was, where we, the first uh, place we kissed. Our third date. That was, was our, our third yeah, date. Yeah, so she was our bartender on our third date. Yeah. And then she sort of disappeared because she got a job at another bar. And we were walking out of Freddy's, and she was walking toward Freddy's, and she recognized us. That was so awesome. Yeah, I know. We hugged. Aw, yeah. Oh, that's great. Erica. Erica, that's right. Yeah. Erica. Shout out to Erica. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was. Anyway. I, I always liked her. Yeah. I feel like we need to have more parties. I really enjoy partying. Um, I will drink <laughs> less next time. That was that was all. That was yeah, maybe hydrate. Maybe have a drink and yeah. then drink a glass of water. Yeah. Just space it out a little bit more. Yeah, because I woke up in the morning still Yeah, you were drunk-ish. not feeling well. Oh, God. <laughs> and then you kind of were like, we need to go eat. You need to eat something. And so you dragged me to this place around the corner, and I ate a huge 
pile of fried chicken and biscuits and gravy, which totally <laughs> helped, by the way. And then I came- You had all the beige foods. I did. It, the mm-hmm. whole plate was beige, plus my coffee. Pretty sure they made that in a toaster oven, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Anyway, came back, laid on the couch, and I just slept until like three o'clock yeah, know, just in time to get up and go get my tattoo. That wasted finish. like a whole day for you. Yeah, it took me a day of recovery, and then yeah. so so Saturday was recovery, and even on Sunday I was still a little like not myself. It's not worth it. Drinking that much is just not worth yeah. losing and that I'm much old, time. So I I don't I think you can drink that much when you're you know twenty two. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Regardless, I'm not doing that again until next year. Okay, but we'll have more parties. Why? What's next year? I don't know. I think I need a year <laughs> from not feeling as gross as I did. Okay. What are we? What about at our hundred thousand party, which is probably just around the corner? Are we going to have one? I will get shit faced, <laughs> and yes, we will party. It is just around the corner. Didn't you just say you were going to pace yourself? Well, here's the thing: the pride party was. <laughs> we were there for six hours at this bar. That so happened, I would yeah. say that was pacing myself, but I just I I happened to cram a bunch of drinks in at the very end. Maybe this that is was what I think wrong. happens with ex Mormons who yeah, have we don't spent know how to drink. twenty years not drinking anything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they're like, you know, teenagers. Yeah, and they're like, whoop, time to party. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mixed alcohol a lot. That was probably not the best. Oh yeah, probably yeah. not. So enough of our weekend. It was yeah. fantastic. Now we're back um, doing what we do. Doing our thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should probably talk about Patreon. Oh my gosh, yes, go. Oh, well, I noticed that, okay, so we hit 100 patrons. Thank you all. Mm-hmm, that was awesome. And thank the new ones. Because you had put a video up on Facebook asking for just a couple extra patrons to meet our 100 goal. Like yeah, our on our patron weekend. goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it happened. We sure reached did. it. You guys put out the call. You accepted you it. You answered the call. You answered the call. <laughs> yeah. What has it? Something called or few and cho- all are called but few are chosen. All are chosen but few. No. I don't know. I whatever. Don't know. No one cares. Return with honor. Okay. <laughs> Return with honor. Is that a, a foom pod? Oh, it's a foom pod. Ooh, maybe that could be today's foom pod. Mm, we'll see. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so we got to a hundred mm-hmm. patrons as the reward. Mm-hmm. You read your patriarchal blessing on video. Sure did. And posted it uh, for all the patrons to yep. see, right? Sure did. Sure okay. Did. So, but I noticed when I read the fine print, you had also promised that we would pull five winners out of a hat mm-hmm. who would get, um. Oh my gosh, why do we not have a top hat and a seer stone to pull these things? <laughs> Damn it. Well, the seer Next stone time. isn't real. Oh. Top hats are real. We could have that, but right. we don't. We, we have this bowl. Hat. I'm going to start recording now while oh, you explain you what's your, going on. Oh, you have your uh, Yeah, because your we're going to post recorded. a video of us pulling the names. Oh, yeah, so we're on the up and up. So, yeah, so Shelly promised that mm-hmm. five people drawn at random, and I've got a bowl right here, would receive one of our uh, swag bags and yep. coffee mugs. Swag bags and coffee mugs. Co- coffee mugs are fresh off the presses. They just got <laughs> in like two days ago. They smell like coffee. Porcelain. No, no? porcelain. Is that what they are? Freshly ceramic. minted Freshly ceramic minted. from China. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Chinese. And coffee residue. Not mm, really. No. We, we just pulled one we'll out. We'll send them and clean. I drank out of it this morning. Mm-hmm. And it worked. It sure did. It held the coffee. It held the coffee. And what else do you need? <laughs> Uh, so we're going to do it right now, right? Do so it. If you want to check out the swag bags and the coffee mugs, you can go on to our website at latterdaylesbian.org slash shop and check it out. Cool. See what you're getting. And now, without further ado, I will pull these five names. Don't cheat. 
I'm not cheating. I'm not even looking at it. Okay. Okay. Name one. Name one is Brenda N. Brenda N. Brenda N. Right there. In yellow and black. Mm -hmm. We ran out of white paper, but that's okay. It happens. All right, right, Brenda N. We got some on your way. Go. Mark B. (gasps) Mark B. (laughs) Thank you, Mark. No, no, Mark's going to thank us because we're sending him some stuff. Yeah, that's true. Number three is Tim, the little factory foreman. Ah, <laughs> Tim Factory. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. He's going to love it. hilarious. It's so good. Okay. Number four mm-hmm. is Cassie P. Cassie. Is that C-A-S-S-I-E? Nope, with a Y. Oh, okay. Thank you, Cassie. Cassie. And the last name, drum roll, please. Kimberly A. Kimberly A. Nice. All right, there you go. You are the first five winners of our drawing for swag bags. I kind of yeah. like this. Should we do this every? Well, you know, we sometimes? sort of talked to <laughs> every sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we talked about today is well, we could do it every one hundred or okay. every twenty-five. We could have one winner. Oh, we could do that too. Yeah, so we'll get it. We're going to keep this bowl. Yep. And then you just need, we'll just subtract this these. This was names. actually the bowl that we used at Pride uh-huh. to hand out wristbands, the adult size. Yep. And now it's holding um, names of patrons. Mm-hmm. It's so multi purpose. It really is. I'm so glad we got that for $2. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're still on our Patreon topic here because we have new patrons to announce. Oh, yeah, we sure do. Let's I. Do that. I'm like floored at how great we're doing right now with patrons joining. It just makes me so happy. It makes us like feel like people listen and they care and they want to see the videos. And yeah, I think it's very inspiring. They, they believe in what we're doing and they yes. want to support us, which is fantastic. Yes, that does feel great. I love that so much. If you're not a patron yet, go to patreon.com slash Latter-day Lesbian. We have all sorts of tiers. Mm-hmm, uh, we, mm-hmm. I know, we appreciate your support. We have bills to pay, you know, as far as podcasting goes yeah and this money from su- subscriptions Just ignore the us, dogs will help us to get the bark box removed from <laughs> domino <laughs> no it pays for for things that we give out like for muzzles pride for the dogs. And muzzles for the dogs yeah um no. yeah and new yep. equipment and things like that so yep. we appreciate it all right here are the new patrons it's here and we reached our five patron goal for last week number one Desi Lu Hu. <laughs> That's Desi the name Lu she Hu. submitted. I love it. Is that from like the Sneetches? I think that is probably the Grinch. You know, Cindy Lu Hu. Oh. Yahoo Dore. Same thing. Same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thank That's you. A, by the way, the Grinch can be a drinking game. I know you love to drink, Shelly. I do. So every time that, that they say or sing the word who, you have to drink. While you're watching the movie? Well, the Grinch is like a half hour special. Oh. On CBS every year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this year we're doing it. Next, Susie B, which oh. is the cousin of Susie B. Anthony. <laughs> well, yeah, that would be Susie A. This is Susie B. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. I actually know Susie B. What? She is a friend of mine from high school. Whoa. I know, we're going back That's a few awesome. years. Thanks, Susie. Appreciate that mm-hmm. so much. Next. Chelsea J. Um, I think it says Chelsea. My handwriting is kind of junk right there. Chelsea J, if your name's not actually Chelsea, let us know. Okay, what do you think it might be? Uh, Chols. (laughs) Chols? 
Chelsea. I think it's Chelsea. We'll <laughs> I think Chelsea. you're probably right. All right, next one, Natasha M. Oh, you know, love you, Natasha. You know Natasha. I do. I know her personally, and she is super strong. Okay, there you go. Next, David B. Nice. Thanks, David B. And finally, Thea G. All right. Thanks Thank to you. everybody. You guys all kick so much ass. Yeah. Make us feel all good inside. Yes. Thank you so much. The money goes to really, really good use. Yeah. And, uh, oh, you know what? We do need to correct something that we had initially, we were going to support Encircle. Mm-hmm. And now we are supporting Flourish. So Flourish is actually a group of therapists in Utah County who give free or reduced cost therapy to LGBTQ youth, which I thought, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that seemed like a good cause. Yeah. There was a little controversy. We weren't sure exactly what was going on around and I don't, you know, and we we try to not get involved in any kind of controversy. Right. There's always, there's a billion sides to every story. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking in, we just thought, you know what, let's really support those who are actually the ones that are providing the, providing the c- counseling services. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's what we decided to do mm-hmm. along with Sam Young's cause, yes. Protect Every Child. Yes. So those are our causes that we are supporting. So 10% of every Patreon tier goes to support those two causes, mm-hmm. and we, we just wanted to, I wanted to make that little correction there. Good correction, baby. Okay. Let me talk about something else really quickly. We are still collecting letters for our July spirituality. Yeah, we have a bunch, so yeah. this is exciting. I'm yes. really excited about it. So we've got like a, one more week to send them in. That's it. So get them sent, and yeah. we will read them. Yes, we, we will. have a good discussion. Speaking of letters, we get so many, and we have decided, I think we mentioned this last week, to start... A midweek podcast. I know. The first one's coming out tomorrow. Well, by but the when time you guys this hear this, it'll be last Wednesday. <laughs> Why so do we always do that? If you're to listening ourselves? right now and you, you may have didn't, already heard it. <laughs> you may have already heard it. If you didn't and you're like, oh my gosh, what are they talking about? Yeah, we started a midweek podcast called LDL, LDL Letters. Letters. At least for the time being. Yeah, we might change it. <laughs> I don't know. That's what it is right now. <laughs> um, so keep sending letters in. We we just we've we have so many letters and we haven't been able to talk about them as much on the podcast because there, there's just so many issues to talk about. So we we wanted to have a podcast all for letters. That's and, it, letters and, and discussion. And discussing them, yep, mm-hmm. exactly. Cool. So we started that. And what's next, Jelly? You know, I'm feeling a foom pod. Yeah? You want to dive into a foom pod? You know what's funny is I rarely even call it fucked up Mormon phrase of the day because foom pod, just that to me, that's what it is. But Maybe you're watching your language, no. young lady. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Clearly nice. I'm not. Okay. All right, so cue music. It's the fucked up Mormon phrase of the day. Mary, yes, today's yes. fucked up Mormon phrase of the day is mm-hmm. cultural hall. Cultural hall. Mm-hmm. I know all you ex-Mormons are like, oh my God. <laughs> so do the Mormons feel like they needed to dedicate some space to learning about other cultures no. or trying to be... Do you think that Mormons <laughs> care about other cultures? No. Stop. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. You know, they're... Tr- well, that'd be a right? first. Aren't they trying to, except for Oaks, make improvements or make little strides towards inclusion, et cetera? Mm. I don't know. No? No? I mean, they'll say one thing and then, like, pull it right out from underneath you, what they've said, okay. and make it worse. So, so nope. I, I got to cue the buzzer, don't yeah, I? Yeah, go ahead. Buzzer. Right. There it is. All right. So a cultural hall is actually located in a Mormon church. Okay. And it's a hall that people use for many things, but mostly to have wedding receptions. Oh. So it's a cultural hall. It's a hall where you have wedding receptions, but it's actually a gymnasium. 
It is. <laughs> it is. So, so people have to have their wedding reception. When they in a have gymnasium? their wedding reception, <laughs> re- wedding reception at the Free Cultural Hall, they have to decorate the basketball goals. <laughs> like they're there. You can't. Well, that's get a rid good look. Yeah. Can they put like curtains up and stuff? Or? I mean, you can. You could try, <laughs> but usually the ceilings are really tall because it's in a gym, and so they have tall ceilings. And they smell play like sneakers. They do. <laughs> True story. And so people have tried to come up with really. Why do they call inventive. a gym a cultural hall? Well, it's a gym when you're playing sports there, but when you're having something like a wedding reception, it's the cultural hall. But I, that's I, kind I, here, of a lame name. Listeners, anyway. I want pictures of your cultural hall slash gym wedding, wedding receptions. <laughs> yes, send them in because Mary needs to see. Yeah, wow. This reminds me of like when people would have weddings and wedding receptions and like moose lodges and stuff, you know, just mm. not your typical space that you would rent out, but, but maybe. But is there a, a basketball <laughs> goal that you're trying to I, cover up? Uh, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked this one because cultural hall is something that I don't know if any other people on the planet, group of people, use that terminology. For well, it's a just gym. a weird name for a gym or even like a wedding reception facility. <laughs> what else cultural do they, hall. That's a strange thing to call it. What else do they do in there? Well, you play basketball. Uh-huh. Also, it's overflow for the chapel. So when too many people are in the chapel and they need to open up these big accordion doors uh-huh. um, so people can sit in the gym slash cultural hall to listen to sacrament meeting, okay. which is horrible because it's always the people go back there with their screaming babies and it echoes because it's a gym. It's well, like right. echoey and shit. It's super echoey in there. Yeah. Oh, man, I bet wedding receptions are really loud yeah. because it's really echoey in a gym. It's true. It's true. And it smells like sneakers. It does. Just saying. It does. Okay. It's such uh, a crappy reason, like Mormon culture thing to do is to have a wedding reception uh-huh. there. I, it sucks. Reason number 5,321 to not be a Mormon. Boom. Yep. I think that was 22, <laughs> but okay. Reason number 22? <laughs> 5,300. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway, All right. there you go. That's your foom pod. Keep sending them in, guys. Oh, do we have someone to thank for that one? Did no. someone send that in? It was all that me. was all you, It was huh? all me. Okay, somebody needs to send in a better foom pod. Well, I needed one that was kind of not that involved because we have a, a big topic today that we're going to oh, go into. Oh, okay. So. But first, I think we should pimp a pod. We, we have one to do. pimp, We do have we? a pod to pimp. Uh-huh. We should say Q Music. Oh, you know, you love to Q do it. Q Music. Pimp your pod. Okay, Okay, you go. You pimp this one. So this was the Sunstone Podcast, episode 24. You can actually look up Sunstone Podcast wherever your favorite podcast can be heard. Mm, Good one. And episode 24 is Life Outside the Closet, a talk with the Latter-day Lesbians. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. We both were guests on this podcast. John Larson was the host. He hosts most of these, doesn't he? Is it every single so. one? Or I don't know. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. How he they, was they fun, have a though. lot of episodes. I, I enjoyed getting to know him. Yeah, he was fantastic. I enjoyed hearing his story, and he heard our story. And it, it was also neat for me to be included on one of these other podcast interviews because I don't do that very often. Well, it was neat for me, too. No, you enjoyed that, did you? I enjoyed you? hearing you talk. Oh, okay. With your talky voice. With my Talking. <laughs> okay. Am I loquacious? It's a big word, isn't it? I've never said that word in my life. <laughs> Have you heard of that word? I am word? not going to start now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Sunstone Podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Listen to it. Check it out. 
Next, I think we should take a break and pay some bills. Okay, we'll be right back. All righty. And we're back. Now we are going to start into some deep shit. (laughs) Deep shit, huh? Deep shit. And I'm excited about it because these are some things we need to talk about. Okay. We need to he said what? Oh, okay. Oh, like a new one. Yeah. The one we're about to do. Yes. Oh, so we need to do our intro. We do. On three. Gonna, mm, <laughs> if you say on three, I'm going to... Okay, you say what number we're doing it on, then I'll do the counting. On 25? Okay. Just kidding. One, two, three, four. No. Okay. <laughs> it would take too long. It would. Oh, yeah. You pick the number we're going to do it on. No, 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 no. Okay. You f- pick because I know how to count to it, not from it. <laughs> you pick the number. All right. We're going to do it on one. Okay. From three. Okay. Is that too complicated? <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) Oh, my God. Three, two, one. He He said said what? What's today's he said what, Shelly? Today's he said what is brought to you by Jeffrey R. Holland. Wait, what happened to Oaks? Yeah, what happened to Oaks? You know what? I can still fill space with Oaks because he's such an asshat. He has said so many homophobic things. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I'm going to give the guy a break. Not really, but only because... In that same week where Oaks said that dumb shit stuff that we talked about last week, mm-hmm. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland decided to say some shitty stuff too. So I just oh. I think that he deserves to be called out as well. Okay. Who is Jeffrey R. Holland? Yeah, you I was ask. wondering that. Well, he is in the quorum of the twelve apostles. <laughs> is that so that's how like, special is that? Is that like the henchmen of the prophet? Yeah, supposedly okay. it's it's exactly the same as as the apostles in Jesus' day. Oh uh, yeah. Bullshit. Uh-huh. Um so here's well, these what guys we've got. think really highly of themselves. Oh, God, yes, they do. Yeah. So we've got the current prophet, Nelson. Mm-hmm. Next in line is Oaks. Okay. After that is Henry B. Eyring. All right, so if... We don't hear from that guy very much. Does he talk? Uh, did he die? <laughs> oh, shit. Am I looking at some old information? I don't know. Someone <laughs> tell me if he's dead. So... Maybe he'll be a better leader that way. <laughs> <laughs> the best Mormon leader is a dead Mormon leader? God, T-shirt. Mary. <laughs> okay, that's going a little far. Um, <laughs> really? I don't oh, think so. Well, I don't want to be like... Mormon leaders need to die. That's a horrible thing to say or think. I don't think that, listeners. Jesus, Mary, is that what you think? I'm pleading the fifth on that one. Fuck, you can't say that. What if, like, tomorrow they're all dead? That's not going to happen, Shelley. Okay, Mary. It, the second coming will occur before all of them die at once, and it will take place in Missouri. Well, they're all and- going to be in Missouri telling <laughs> Jesus, we don't drink wine. It goes against the word of wisdom. Yeah, I know. That's dumb. Okay. Anyway, what I wanted to say was I looked up Jeffrey R. R. Holland to see in what position he was in the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. There's M. Russell Ballard and then Jeffrey R. Holland. So he's, he's in line. Hmm. But what I noticed as I was going through... Tell me about these names, okay? All right. Russell Ballard, Jeffrey Holland, Dieter Uchtdorf, David Bednar. <laughs> Dieter Uchtdorf. Quentin Cook, Todd Christofferson, Neil Anderson, Ronald Rasband, Gary Stevenson, Dale Renland, Garrett Gong, and Ulysses <laughs> Suarez. Except for two people. This is just a bunch of white dudes. (laughs) A bunch of white, like pasty white, white dudes. Nothing against white people. I am white and so are you. I'm just saying, like, can we get a little bit of of diversity diversity in here? Hmm. Um, It's just a bunch of old white dudes. So I don't understand. Why are you surprised by this? I'm not. I am and I'm not. And the reason that I'm not is because, you know what? 
white dudes run the world, right? And for some reason— Well, white dudes run Mormonism for sure. No, for sure. That's yeah. what I mean is white dudes run Mormonism. Mm-hmm. But they could look a little better if they would have like an African-American. There's African-American Mormons who are mm-hmm. bishops and things that could be brought into this group, but they haven't. Yeah, but I mean, look at our country. You know what? We need to do an entire podcast about racism and Mormonism because it is bad. Yeah. Historically, still, but historically bad. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. I just, okay. that dawned on me as I was looking at the pictures of all of these old white dudes. All right. Okay. So here's what he said, Elder Holland, if you remember that's who we're talking about. Okay. And Let's he's speaking to seminary and institute instructors. So seminary is where the teenagers go for like church training. What do you mean church training? Um, There's like Bible school sort of. So you take a seminary class. They call it seminary? They call it seminary, but it's basically, no, it's basically you have to go to seminary. If you don't have seminary, four years of seminary on your resume, your college application, (laughs) you will likely not get into BYU. Okay. I take offense at calling a Bible study seminary. Yeah, I know. Just like That's they like, shouldn't be called bishops. They don't know shit. Right. They shouldn't be called apostles. You're not a fucking apostle, dude. No. No, no, no. Uh-uh. This isn't a collegiate level class. Right. I went <laughs> to seminary for one <laughs> year. If that tells you for anything. Why now, for one year. <laughs> this address was given to institute instructors, which are institute is like in college you can go to institute and take classes. Hmm. But it's not it's not college classes. Like, you don't get college credit. Although when you're at BYU, you do have to take a certain amount of religious credits. But it's like Book of Mormon, church history. It's it's shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard for me to take any of it seriously, honestly. Anyway. It seems completely fake to me. (laughs) Well, it is. (laughs) I'm starting to think it's fake. Are you starting to think that? Yeah, just starting to think that. That reminds me, we got a letter in last week of someone saying that when they start hearing like people talk about Mormonism, you know, their family and stuff, uh-huh. it, your voice, Mary, pops into their head. And it's like, <laughs> oh, right, right, I'm right. starting to think it's all fake. Oh, wasn't the, um, the choir director or the music leader or something? Yeah, was... but I got another one in oh, too. Oh, another yes. one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to influence the people. You are your people's shoulder angel or devil, whatever. I'd like to think it's a shoulder angel. I think so. You make people feel better when they're laugh. Yes. Mm-hmm. When they're stuck listening to Mormon shit and then they can hear your voice. <laughs> and you are starting to think that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, we are digressing again. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But also on our shop page, we now have I'm starting to think it's all fake t shirts for sale. <laughs> True story. Yeah, it's all unisex sizes because, I'm sorry, ladies, I know you like special t-shirts, but that was just too complicated for us at this yeah, point. Yeah, we're not, we're not there yet. We don't have the funds yet to pre-order yeah, things, to right. get massive quantities, to make them affordable for you. In multiple colors. We would be more than happy to order you one single women's cut for like $79 plus shipping because <laughs> oh that's basically what it is to order like in a small quantity. You know what? I'll send you the design. You can order it yourself <laughs> at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When we get bigger and we are trying, <laughs> we'll have thank them in you. all colors of the rainbow. <laughs> we will. Maybe even tie dye. Oh God. <laughs> all right. Where sorry. were we? Okay. Sorry. Back to back to <laughs> Elder Jeffrey R. Holland. Okay. So, and this is an address he gave just like a week or two ago to seminary teachers and institute teachers. So, teachers in the Mormon Church who are teaching your teenagers and your young adults. All righty. So here we go. 
I'm not going to read a lot of it because I'm just going to get to the damn point. Get to it. He's basically saying how these teachers need to teach with passion and authority. Um, And then he talks about Generation Z students. So he's talking about how to teach these Generation Z students who are ages 7 to 22. If you are listening right now and you are age 7 to 22 or the parent of someone age 7 to 22, Mm -hmm. listen up. This is what your leader, your Mormon leader, apostle, who Uh speaks for the Lord, is Uh saying about that generation. Yikes. Okay. Generation Z students are often defined by characteristics that might pose challenges to teachers. Hmm. Broadly speaking, Zs are always wired to some sort of device. Always? I mean, he's not super far off on that, but that's not (laughs) the point. Okay? They have perhaps been exposed to flagrant, destructive pornography at early ages. Are are we going anywhere over the top? Come on, dude. (laughs) But it's it's worse. They tend to support gay marriage and transgender rights as part of everyday life. Because of this sociability, the thin line between friendship and condoning behavior begins to blur. Ah, so start judging your friends. What a dick. Yeah. So he's telling the teachers who are going to be teaching your children, Uh age 7 to 22, that they need to make sure they draw a line Uh between friendship and condoning transgender and gay rights. They they tend to support... You know what? Damn right they do, Eller fucked up Holland. Damn right they do. You know why? Because these kids these days, age 7 to 22, love... They love. They're not being brought up in a society where they're told this person's wicked and this person's mm-hmm. wicked and that person's going to hell because they're different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are taught to love because it's acceptance. They see gay marriage and they're like, well, these people are just normal people. They're not pedophiles. They're not wicked. I'm just going to love them. And society now in America, in most places, except for maybe the Midwest, some places. Or the South. Or the South. Kids already have friends in high school who have been brave enough to come out of the closet. And Mm -hmm. they don't say, oh, that's bad. Uh, You know, we can still be friends, but you're bad. Yeah, it's a little more accepted in metropolitan areas. For sure. But I'm I'm saying, like, this is a good thing about Generation X. It's a fantastic... Shit, Z. This is a fantastic thing about Generation Z kids. You know what? Asshole... Elder Holland, these are my kids you're talking about here. That's true. These are my kids that you are saying are going to be troublesome because they will be accepting. They're too accepting. Guess what? Jackass. I'm getting a little heated right now. Yeah, I hear that. My kids, my Generation Z kids, ages 7 to 22, Mm -hmm. accept their mother. Yeah. Yeah. They accept their mom, you fucker. Yeah. Come to my door and talk to me with my kids here, and you tell my kids... That they shouldn't condone their mom. Tell them that. Yeah, that gets me a little fucking fired up. (sighs) Yep. Best thing I ever did for those kids was leave this stupid-ass cult. Because if they were still in the cult, they would be listening to this shit. They They would be having teachers in seminary tell them, you know what? You have a problem because you condone your mom's wicked behavior. Is that okay? What they might do is they might do a reading like this and then leave your young kids to wrestle with, wait a minute, they're telling me I'm condoning friends who are gay. Well, my mom is gay. What am I supposed to do with that? Exactly. Exactly. If there are any Mormon listeners left, get 
out of the cult. Yeah. This is what they're teaching your Z generation kids who I think are amazing, amazing kids. We talked yesterday or last podcast about how we ran into uh, my friend at Target. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she was there with her daughter who is a Gen Z. Mm-hmm. She sure and is. And that Gen Z girl was smart as a whip. She's yeah. like, yeah, I've been trying to tell my mom about all the stupid Mormon stuff. You know? Yeah, they're Be- logical. Yeah, they're logical and they love. Yeah, they're loving people. They're loving people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a little heated about that. Yeah. It just dawned on me right now that those are my kids that the church would be telling, hey, don't condone your mom. Yeah. How do you love your mom and also think she's wrong and wicked and evil? That is the big question. How do you show love to somebody and also show that you don't condone and accept their behavior? You can't. I, I haven't figured that one out. It's the whole love the sinner, hate the sin but bullshit. that doesn't work well. No. Not many people are really good at it. No. The best way to do it, I think, is just to live your life authentically. And if that means, oh, I don't happen to be gay, then live your life as a straight person. But don't worry about everybody else. Just worry about yourself. Yeah. Don't worry about everybody else. And you don't, you don't have to show judgment to other people just because you don't happen to identify that way. No, not at all. No. You know that expression, get the plank out of your own eye before you take the little twig or whatever it is out of your- It's a meat and a bone. Bomb. Bon. What? Beam. Moat and a beam. A moat <laughs> and a meat and a bone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new the t-shirt. beam out of your eye. Get the meat out of your eye <laughs> before you tell, get the bone out of your neighbors. Do we need a little anatomy uh, discussion <laughs> on where to put that meat? Okay. God, Mary? I meant your mouth. Dan, Not leave that in. Better. Not getting better. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, stop. It's just kidding. It's going downhill. Stop. Okay, so the expression is the beam out of your eye before the moat. Or some people say sliver, splinter. Yeah, I don't know. Splinter yeah, out right. of your neighbor's yes. eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Worry about your own stuff. Yeah. And all you church leaders, stop telling your followers who to judge and how to judge them. Yeah. Like, fuck the That's fuck off. That's basically a lesson on how to judge. That is what oh, that is. But you know what, though? I mean, mm. I see where they're coming from because Jesus was super judgmental. <laughs> oh, wait. No, he wasn't. <laughs> we got the wrong guy. We got the wrong Jesus. <laughs> Well, clearly they're following the wrong Jesus. Their mm-hmm. Jesus is coming back to Missouri, <laughs> and that's real fucked up. <laughs> You're right. You follow your judgmental Jesus all the way, all to, the Missouri way to Missouri baby. with the mosquitoes and the swamps. Do it. Yep. <laughs> Lord. Man, we're going to get a lot of hate mail from Missourians. Listen, Missouri listeners, I really don't have anything against Missouri. It's just the fact that the Mormons <laughs> think that Jesus is going there, and that the Garden of Eden was like, or the place where Adam and Eve went was there. It's just so weird. It's such a random, weird place. You know, I'm I'm sure if Jesus was a thing that is really going to come back somewhere, he might do a tour of the states, and maybe Missouri <laughs> will be on the list, and like they could throw him a ticker tape parade or some kind of shit. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Jesus! Wait, when Jesus comes back, is <laughs> he going to be? Um, well, we're just you know Mormon <laughs> hypothetically. Is he going to be in a robe or a suit? And will he have a beard? Because the prophets, prophet in total quotations and the Mm -hmm. the 12 apostles have shaved faces and they tell the Mormon membership to keep their faces clean cut. Like you can't be at BYU, the Lord's University, and have a beard. You you can't? No. Why does it matter? Because of their dress code. Boys can't have any hair that goes over their ears Uh and they have to have a clean shaven face. 
What if some of their girls have a little mustache problem? Does, does that, does that <laughs> yeah, go against Yeah, can girls them? grow it? <laughs> I'm and not I'm sorry, I think for, Jesus will look stupid without a beard. <laughs> like, he's a beard dude. Well, okay, A, we have never seen a picture of him. <laughs> B, we're not actually sure he exists, so there's that. <laughs> I mean, if Jesus exists, he had a beard. You think? Well, Because if, if the story holds true and he was the rabbi, they had beards, right? Sure. Seems like he would have a beard. Yes. He better not shave and go to Missouri. <laughs> I'll be so disappointed. <laughs> I mean, rabbis today, for the most part, have beards. You see? Unless they're ladies. There are some female rabbis out there. Point. Yeah. Go not orthodox them. ones. No, no. No. Anyway, Heck we got no. way off topic. Woo! Um, but really quickly, all this stuff that I've been reading from these Mormon leaders lately about that are so homophobic, I just, it crushes me. I want to call my family. I want to email my family and say, your leader just said this. Do you agree with him? Yeah. Like, I want to make them say something. You just, but because the, the silence is just as bad. But the assumption is that they do. I know, and I? I want them to tell me that they don't, and I at least want to present it to them and say, you tell me. You tell me where you stand. I mean, why would you think they don't agree with, they, they, they're spoon fed no, everything. No, I think they do, but I want to tell them, they said exactly this. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Like, make them fucking say the hard thing. Make them realize that they are saying, I think my sister is evil and wicked. I think my children and their children should be taught that their mom and their aunt is wrong and bad and is evil and wicked. I want to hear them say it. Okay. Because it's one or the other. They either say it or they go against it. You can't be like, well, he might be a little. No, 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 no. If you're a good Mormon, you, you agree, period. You think I'm brave enough to say that, to, like, email him? I wouldn't do it over email. He'll never get a response. Well, I'm not going to call him. Well, here's the thing is my family doesn't talk, like, in real life, except for my parents' call. I could do it in the family group. Well, you certainly will never get a response. You don't get a response anyway in the family group. But if I ask a question... They will ignore you. (laughs) You could do it anyway. I want to see what happens. You could do it anyway. just, and I don't know, maybe it's just because I want to punch myself in the teeth because it's not going to be a good response. But I, it's, it's like, I, I want to say, do you all recognize the pain you're causing by not standing up against these things? Because I'm telling you, one of my nephews or nieces is going to be gay or already is gay. Mm-hmm. And by their parent not coming on saying, yeah, you know what? I don't agree with that. Yeah, That gay kid assumes that their parent does agree with it. Mm-hmm. And then they are shamed and they feel horrible about themselves and they're way more likely to kill themselves. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you to do with this family group thing. You're just going to have to yeah, wrestle with I'm that. sit on it for a few minutes. Yeah. You're going to have to wrestle with it. My guess is that you will not get a response because they haven't been traditionally very responsive to well, anything. Well, I've never posted. posted a question and had not gotten a response. Right. I've only posted, you know, oh, the podcast is doing great. Like, like things that would maybe prompt a conversation, but Uh not a direct question. Okay. Well, feel free. I don't know what to tell you. Do what you feel is best, Shelly. And I will be here no matter what. I say what's best is getting drunk and snuggling tonight. (laughs) What do you say, baby? (laughs) I'm sure the listeners are just so excited to hear our uh, later snuggle plans. (laughs) Well, I'm excited for the plans. Uh I'm sure you are. Wait, hold on. I got to put on my calendar real quick. Oh, our snuggle date? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Got it down. Are you really putting yes, it on your on calendar? Phone. Sorry. No, I'm not putting my calendar. I had to make a post real quick. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing over there? I don't know if you're aware of this, Shelly, but we are recording a podcast. Hate to interrupt oh, you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Uh, can you put your phone down Just and get did. back to uh, the podcast here? Yep. yep. Whew. Ooh. Okay. Well, that was um, it was kind of funny. It was kind of heated. It was kind of sad. So yeah, it was a lot. It was like a lot it really going did on. dawn on me that they were talking about the your church kids, leadership would want to teach my kids that I am wrong and bad and to draw a line. Yep. Draw a line. Fuck you, Mormon leadership. I'll say it again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we got a letter last week, mm-hmm. and it really just kind of hit me in my chest, and it made me think, and it made me hurt. And I want to share it, and yeah. we need to talk about it. Yeah, I agree, uh, and I felt the same way. We get hundreds of letters, mm-hmm. but this was really the first of this type of letter, yeah. I would say. Yeah. And we reached out immediately to this young man and mm-hmm. gave him our phone numbers. Yeah. This felt so serious that we wanted to be available for him if he wanted to reach out whenever mm-hmm. he, we don't have his number. Right. And, you know, we are not trained therapists. No. And we don't claim to be. Nope. And so if there were like some sort of emergency situation, we would try to direct someone to the, the proper channels, the proper authorities to, to deal with this sort right. of thing. Because we, right. are, we are not trained therapists. We aren't. And the best we can do is listen yeah. You know? Yep. And be Talk supportive. And listen, but and we can't give advice and we can't. No. And we don't try to do that sort yeah. of thing. Um, well, that's not true. I've given advice from time <laughs> to time. But this is a serious situation. It's, yeah. It's, you know, we it's reached out. We gave him our numbers. We told him we loved him and supported him mm-hmm. and we were here for him. Yeah. Why don't you read it? I'm going to um, read it. I'm changing his name. Yeah. yeah I'm changing his name. Uh, we're, so we're calling him Jacob. And he says, I heard about your podcast four days ago and I'm already caught up. I love it so much. I am a 14-year-old boy in the Mormon church. All of my family is very Mormon, and I am secretly gay and against the church because I know what type of a life I would be confined to. I really enjoy hearing your experiences, and I know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Recently, I have been heavily contemplating suicide because I feel so trapped in the church And I am so different from all the other youth. But listening to your podcasts honestly encourages me to do what's best for me. I really thank you for helping me realize I am not alone. Jacob, an inspired listener. Thank you, Jacob. Yeah, thank you. First, Jacob, if you're listening, thank you for having the courage to write in. Yeah. And it was such a relief getting down through the letter and realizing that you were seeing a light at the end of the tunnel and that you were realizing your importance. You are important. You do matter. Yes. Um, there is a way out. Well, and it's tough when you're a teenager living under your parents' roof yeah. and abiding by their rules and feeling like this is my life. You're in that situation. You're being dragged to church. I was. Mm-hmm. I was dragged to church mm-hmm. against my will. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you think, oh, well, I want to do this, right? You know, that you don't know any other way. Right. And then you start to realize, gosh, I am different from these people, mm-hmm. and I don't want this life. Mm-hmm. This is not my life. This is not how I identify. This is not me. This is not for me. Right. And then, holy crap, what am I supposed to do? If I say anything, if I act differently, I'm going to disappoint everyone in my world. Mm-hmm. My parents, my siblings, my friends, my schoolmates, everyone is going to know that I'm different and I'm going to just be a big failure, a big disappointment. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? You and I, Shelley, are yeah. proof 
that that is actually a lie. That is yeah. not true. I don't feel like a disappointment. I don't either. I'm I, over it. Yeah, I chose a I'm different happy. path. And, yeah. and I want to say to Jacob, you are 14 and you are already realizing that this is not for you. Do exactly. you know how lucky you are? Yeah. That is so great. I mean, when I was 14, it sucked for me. I hated all of it, but I thought that it was all true. Yeah. But you at 14 are so emotionally mature that you can see this is not for me. This is not for me. This gives me hope. I tell you, the Z generation, Generation Z, they are amazing. They can think for themselves. You just need to know that there's people that can help you get out. There are people that can give you actual advice. There are people who will love you outside of Mormonism. Yeah. There are people within Mormonism who will see your example of leaving and have the guts to leave themselves. Mm-hmm. You can be an example. Yeah. For you don't sure. have to stay. Mm-hmm. You can look at the example of Matt Easton, mm-hmm. the BYU valedictorian who came out right there when he was doing his speech, or Savannah Schuyler, who came out of the closet at the pulpit at her congregation, and they turned off her microphone, but that didn't stop her, did it? And and what are they doing now? Oh, wait, we just ran into Matt Easton at Pride, and I said, how's it going? He is so happy. This man glows. He glows. He is so happy. And you met Savannah. How was she? I I was at the bathroom at the time. I didn't get to meet her, but what was she like? And she is uh, getting ready to start a podcast. She certainly isn't silent. She's now an activist. Yeah. She's an HRC representative. Amazing. I know. Amazing. So, Jacob, there's a place for you. Likely it's not in the church. And I'm just going to say this. I hope that you do not stay. I hope that you do not try to make it work in the church. I hope that you know that it is better for you to leave. I'm not saying leave tomorrow. I get it. You're 14. But no, you're going to get out. Yeah. You know yourself better than these Mormons know you. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yep. You may have to sort of steal yourself away for a little bit and in that private place you realize who you really are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I kind of had to do this as a teenager. I had to be one type of person around my family and and who I was to a small group of friends, Mm -hmm. you know, and you got to do that for a while until you can figure out the rest of your life and get on your feet and and realize that once you get to be an adult, you get to make all the decisions. That's right. For yourself. That's right. And you don't have to do every single thing that your parents tell you to do. Absolutely not. And when you come out of the closet, because you will, and when you leave the church, because you will, and your Mormon family reacts poorly, because they might, that's on them. Yeah. It is on you to be yourself. It's on you to find your own happiness. Their reaction is on them. Mm -hmm. You don't need to worry about that. But please know that you are a lovable, caring amazing person. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with you. Nothing. Nothing at all wrong with you. You weren't born wrong. You were born exactly who you need to be. Yeah. And write us back, please. Yeah. Keep keep us us posted. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. We want to just make sure you're okay and we want to check on you and just encourage you. We just think the world of you and and just all the hope and all the best for you. All the love. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. You are going to make it. Stay strong. Wow, this is an intense one. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Should we end with a Philip story because we got a little? It was a little intense. A little. Uh, yeah, you know. you know, Philip can always drag us out of our whatever. Of course he can. <laughs> so this was a few years ago. Philip would have been probably four, maybe five at the most. Okay. And we were at Great Wolf Lodge. It's a big indoor water park mm-hmm. that's inside of a hotel. 
pretty fun. Huh, okay. It's kind of an East Coast thing. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Anyway. I've never been. Okay. I don't know. Well, we were there with our homeschool group. As you do. <laughs> As you do. And <laughs> there were two of my friends sitting there, and there's like a, a kid section of the pool that's got like slides and things and fun stuff. And I had to run to the restroom. So I said, hey, will you guys keep an eye on Philip for me? I'll be right back. And he was wearing, you know, life vest and stuff. So I wasn't worried like he was going to drown. I just didn't want him to wander off or whatever. So I leave to go to the bathroom. I mm-hmm. come back and these two trusted friends that I left to watch Philip, uh-huh. they're just laughing. I'm like, what? What did I miss? And they're just shaking their heads. And they said, um, we kind of lost track of Philip for a minute. And then we looked around, <laughs> where's Philip? And then we saw him. He was standing on top of the kitty slide and he had dropped his swimsuit and was peeing off the kitty slide into the water. I was like, oh, my gosh. And she said when the lifeguard started blowing his whistle, like, stop, stop blowing his whistle. But Philip didn't. And so the lifeguard just sort of shrugged Shrugged. his shoulders, like, what am I going to do? It's already done. And Philip pulled his swimsuit back up and slid down the slide. Ew, just slid right into it. (laughs) Yes. And it's so hilarious because this is not shocking that Philip would do this because I'm imagining his thought process, Mm -hmm. like standing at the top of the slide and be like, huh. What would happen? Well, I wonder, yeah, what would happen if I peed down the slide? Because there's, you know, water going down the slide. To like, where would it go? What would it do? Would it, and so he just did it. And Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> he, he found out his answer. He sure did. He sure Ew. did. Ew. Uh, this is why public pools are disgusting. This is why Great Wolf Lodge will actually damage your lungs because <laughs> you're just breathing in so much chlorinated everything. Like, you walk into the indoor pool. Uh-huh because it's huge with all the slides and stuff, it burns your eyes and hurts your lungs. Well, they probably had to up the chlorine levels based on your sun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Great Wolf Lodge. Wow. Yeah, you might need to write them a check. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Gosh, thanks, Philip, for ending us on a positive note. I mean, it's a Philip Um, note. Take it or leave it. Whatevs. (laughs) I guess we all just took it. Sure did. Right there. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Remind me never to go to that place. Never, ever. I guess we're going to wrap this one up. Yeah, we're done. Whew. Yeah, that was a good one. It's good. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, once again. And be on the lookout for another episode of Latter-day Lesbian Letters. Letters. Coming at you in your midweek. Until then, steer clear of cults, because they are no joke. No joke. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.